Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Welcome to SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay, and this is our weekly digital marketing podcast, number 201. Hooray! Yahoo! I'm joined by SEO manager Rob Ramirez, director of training Mindy Weinstein, Virginia Nussie, content manager, and community manager Christy Kellogg. We're going to start our show today talking about the holidays. No, we're not showing any commercials. Yes, we realize it's only September, and if you are like me, you haven't even thought about holiday shopping yet, or really I've been wondering where I'm going to put all those empty Amazon boxes. (laughs) However, if you are an e-commerce business, you need to get moving now. It turns out that there's a lot of activity. We'll talk about it. Then later in the show, we're going to discuss a little bit about Panda 4.2, whether it's the same, different, exists, skipped over. There's all sorts of things. There's a big conversation going on on penalty recovery. So those are the topics. Let's jump into it. Right. Well, I mean, it is September, which does mean that the holiday season is around the corner, which is a little scary, but it also means that holiday spending is really starting now. I mean, I've already read a lot of activity of September and October of people that are starting their their purchases now. It also means, though, that e-commerce sites need to be in full holiday mode. A 2015 survey by Channel Advisor was pretty interesting, and it showed that 59% of retailers in the U.S. and U.K. have already launched their holiday promotional campaigns. So if you have an e-commerce website and haven't started your holiday promotions, it's time to get moving. There's definitely some things you need to think about, and that relates to SEO, relates to social, relates to paid, and a whole lot more. So let's start the conversation, though, with talking about the SEO side. So, Bruce, I mean, what should an e-commerce website do to get in shape to prepare for the big holiday season? Well, first of all, prepare for the holiday season is different from actually running the ads. Everybody needs to periodically just go through their site, determine whether they have broken link. I mean, general SEO best practice maintenance is always a good idea. I don't know that you should save it up for the holidays, but if you haven't been maintaining your website, now is the time to do it. I think most people recognize that changes to SEO will commonly take a couple of months to show up, maybe, some low-hanging fruit, but it isn't spontaneous. So if you want to be ready in two months, you really need to start your SEO cleanup now. Make sure things are right. The other thing that is true is that pages change over time. The way your competition represents their site from last holiday season to this holiday season is certainly going to be different. You're going to run into different budgets. You're going to run into a 
whole year of everybody trying to get better, if you've been asleep at the wheel, chances are they passed you on the turn, and now you got to really step on it to catch up. So you just got to do it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and now is definitely the time to think about getting your site in order for the holiday promotions. We believe in creating evergreen pages for seasonal campaigns and promotions. So hopefully you have a Black Friday page already up with last year's deals if you're running a Black Friday promotion. If you don't, now is definitely the time to get it up and and get it on the internet, get it ranked. You have to be realistic about the time frame that it takes organic SEO to take hold. And if you're trying to rank for a whole bunch of new targets, you're going to have a real challenge if you're starting so late in the game. Certainly if you start yesterday, maybe you have a chance, but you know, you really need to be mindful of what it is you're trying to accomplish, what your goals are, what your targets are is very important as well, being realistic about those targets. But but certainly we create evergreen pages whenever we can for seasonal promotions so that we are already there and it just becomes a matter of refreshing the page. And I guess that's an important aspect too. It is hard to create a Black Friday 2015 page because a lot of times the promotions are not in place yet. We don't know what the sales are going to be. We don't know what the offers are going to be. But certainly you can create a page and have it in place. So at the very least, the search engines know that you offer some kind of Black Friday offering. And then it just becomes a matter of when the promotion is ready, pointing all of the bells and whistles towards it. Another thing that's important also is offline advertising. It impacts organic visibility in a substantial way, especially when you're talking about seasonal promotions. So like all things with SEO, it is a synergistic relationship among all of the marketing channels. And the best success is usually happens when you have a social media campaign in place, print ads, radio, television, all of it feeds into each other and offers you the best chance at success. I'm glad you brought up offline because, you know, I think, Lon, there's a couple things, points to that. From a marketing perspective, you know, especially if you are starting holiday promotions right now, you're trying to get the word out there for people to come to your site and buy, you have that fine line where you don't want to irritate people that you already are promoting the holidays, and here we are September, and then October's around the corner, but you also want to appeal to those early buyers, those early shoppers, because they do exist too, so you have to be creative, and one example of that is Kmart. I don't know if you remember their TV commercial, speaking of offline, last year, they aired it pretty early on, and they kind of did like this whole like tongue-in-cheek type ad where they were promoting the holidays, but they didn't have too much of the Christmas motif behind them. But they did talk about their layaway program. So they're able to appeal to the early shoppers without annoying everyone else pretty heavily. But, I mean, it worked for them. So I think for e-commerce, if you're doing social, you're doing offline, you're doing online, you know, be creative with what you're doing, too. So think in those terms as well. One of the things about the get started, build the page, get it spidered, let it connect, beef it up as you go... I think a lot of people are, I don't think it's ready to be there because it's too early. Well, if it's too early, then nobody's going to search for it. <laughs> so what's the problem? You're not going to alienate anybody if they're not looking for it. 
as soon as somebody decides to look for it, you definitely want to be a player. So it isn't a risk of, am I telling visitors too soon? The real risk is, am I telling the search engines too late? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why, you know, SEO is a a 24-hour-a-day job, you know, 351 days a year, maybe. I don't know. Maybe you get a day off. It's Yeah, it's, it's definitely something that you need to constantly be monitoring, working on. There's no time off. And, you know, one thing that you have to be concerned about as well is that the big boys, the ones that have all this link equity to spare and usually rank really well across the board, like the Walmarts of the world, they're going to change their navigation to feature seasonal products. And when they do, they're going to jump up for terms that they weren't ranking for previously. That's part of the game as well. And you have to anticipate that they are going to start to feature winter products around this time, stuff that they weren't ranking for previously and you owned a good position for, all of a sudden they're going to jump up because, again, they, they add it to their main navigation. They're going to win. So you need to have a, a year-round plan in place to make sure that you can feature and optimize for those products and categories in a good way. Think about this. If 59% of the retailers are already doing something to prepare for the holiday, maybe they're running ads, maybe they're preparing ads, maybe they're fine-tuning their pages, maybe they are just getting pay-per-click campaigns ready to be funded. However it's structured, the fact that they are doing it, 60% almost of the people are doing that, that's 60% of your competition right now. Across the board. So you're already behind if you're not a player. That 60% number that Bruce got is from a Marketing Land article. It's a survey that says 59% of retailers have already started their holiday promotions. And then some other highlights from that survey I found interesting was that 82% expect sales to increase in their holiday sales performance. And they are planning to run more sales and increase their sales. So it sounds like along with most of your competition already starting their holiday promotions, they're doing it really deep and plan, you know, going all out. I thought another interesting thing to add to this would be besides the on-site and on-page optimization stuff, we can look at social media efforts and also reviews. And, and Christy had pulled up a couple of interesting stats on that. Yeah, so an important fact to know is that the latest research indicates that more than 80% of consumers consult online reviews before making a decision. And whether or not the review is positive or negative, it's going to make them more confident to buy from you. So something you could be doing ahead of time now is garnering reviews so you look more legitimate when people come to buy from you. And then Virginia, we were talking earlier about like building relationships with your customers via social media. Right. I mean, the survey doesn't really tell me like what those promotions are. So 60% of retailers have started their holiday promotions. I don't think they're running PPC ads that say Black Friday sales right now, but maybe they are ramping up their Facebook ads so that that you get used to seeing them in your feed and so that you can kind of start building a relationship and and then when the time comes that promotions are expected then you you don't seem like a stranger and that's a strategy that you could start now 
the thing about well, even talking about pay-per-click just generally, I can build campaigns and not fund them. So I just want to have it ready so that I don't have to go through an approval process at the 12th hour at the same time all my competition's getting in line for that same approval process. So I'd get them in and get them approved, just not have to fund them so they're not in anybody's face. The thing that is true, Facebook seems to be one of the broadest reach things out there, and we're, we are socially going to have to pay attention to it. I'm not sure when, but holiday shoppers, yeah, reviews are big, absolutely. Right now, I almost cannot buy something without looking at a review before I buy it. So so to sum it up, if you're an e-commerce business and haven't started to prepare for the holiday season, you better get on it. So we've got to take a quick break. When we return, we'll be talking about Panda 4.2 as something that seemed to change around August 14th. Stay tuned. We have more SEM Synergy coming up. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is authoritylabs.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. 
You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm Virginia Nessie. So there's been a lot of chatter about Panda 4.2 and whether Panda has changed. I guess there's talk about a rollback and some webmasters have seen their gains reversed in mid-August. Rob, you said that that's not what we're seeing right now for our clients. Not what we're seeing. You know, Barry Schwartz was the one who wrote that article, specifically his site, which was hurt by Panda the last run. Actually saw recovery when 4.2 launched, but he has a chart up on his search engine roundtable that shows that all of those gains went away right around the middle of August. And he was hearing the same thing on threads in Webmaster World and some of these other places. Some heavy hitters on Twitter also confirmed that they're seeing similar phenomena. We are not. Our Panda winners remain winners. Checked it just before I walked in this door. So we're not seeing the same thing. Doesn't mean it's not happening. Google's algorithm is always changing. They're always testing, rolling things out, rolling things back. Uh, That's part of the game, I think. But personally, we have not seen it for our clients. One of the things that we do know about quality, and this has been mentioned by us and by others over time is that it appears as if a lot of the quality perception is based upon whether you have pages that have never been visited and they're generally low quality, they have no inbound links, there's no interest in them from anybody that is noticeable to Google and you're probably building up a large population of those kinds of pages and nobody here has been thinking about the fact, I don't think, when I say here, the entire audience, has been thinking about the fact that since Panda started, we have been aging our own websites by two years. So the pages that are on our websites two years ago are now older, Mm -hmm. and they aren't getting traffic. We've seen things like the Google Index, and I know there's differences between how you want to count the number of pages, But there's an indication that Google is purging from the index pages that are of no value to people. And maybe the ratio between total pages on the site and total pages in the index is a quality factor all by itself. We have to get in and do page pruning in order to remove pages just because they haven't been given traffic. And that may not have anything to do with the quality of the page. They're just of no interest. We need to always be mindful, and and in our recommendations, this is something that we're really careful with. We don't like to chase the algorithm, right? We want to improve the site, and, and I think that's a major message that people need to focus on. They're so concerned with the fluctuations of Panda and and I got impacted, so I'm going to tweak this and I'm going to look to see what happens and, oh, no, my rankings went down one position. I'm going to roll it back and I'm going to try something different. And that happens all the time. We see clients that have come to us who are working with other SEO firms who have gone through five, six iterations of pages, not able to move the needle So rolling things back and and launching new versions, trying this tactic, that tactic. And really, you can get in trouble there. You change a page to improve it, adhere to best practices across the board, and then you leave it. You have to have faith in the fact that if you improve your site overall, 
You improve the pages, trim the ones, like Bruce was saying, that are of the lowest value. Improve all of the pages on your site that you're going to win in the end. But this chasing of the algorithm and making these drastic changes because you're not seeing an immediate impact can be very dangerous and can put you in a bad place. We do a lot of penalty work. People get penalties or they lose ranking. Then they come to us. And, you know, across the board, like lately, we've been doing a lot of site assessments where people are preparing, as the first part indicated, for the holidays. They want to do a health check. Well, in the penalty area, it's the same thing. What I see often is somebody will say, I used to be number four, number three. I'm now number eight, number 12, whatever. My rankings went down. And what they do is they start changing that page when that page isn't the problem. The problem is the other 400 pages you have behind it that have never had a visitor ever. And Google is considering those low quality and thereby impacting your entire website. So we have people that have been out changing pages three, four, five times, as you mentioned, when that page wasn't the problem in the first place. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, and they're not out fixing the 200 pages that are old. They're not taking them out of the index. They're not getting rid of this stuff. We see this all the time in e-commerce, especially with faceted search and things like that. You just clutter up the index with a lot of duplicate content and a lot of low-quality content at that. And Google doesn't like it. Yeah, you have to be careful about making SEO changes that do not improve your site. Do not improve the usability of your site overall because clearly Google's algorithm and the things, the dials that they're twisting and the factors that they're enhancing almost always deal with how usable is your site, how well constructed is your site. And if you lose sight of that, if you start making enhancements and tweaks just for SEO purposes without really thinking about am I making a better product for everyone involved, you get into trouble. It's really that intersection that you need to be mindful of. I think that to your point about in algorithm chasing, you know, if you think about Penguin and Panda, they point to things that Google thinks are really important. So rather than chasing the algorithm, we can just look more at the spirit behind the law. And, you know, things like the index glut, I don't think that there's, you know, like a oh man, the site is just so clean and just so, you know, perfect. I don't need SEO anymore because if you have got parameters and other technical issues that that can be addressed. I think that a great analogy for this is the weakest link analogy that you you have, Bruce. Every site has a weakest link and every website has content that might be stale and needs to be looked at and certainly a content on we've outlined our backlink analysis process really well but i think that something that you can find that we might also want to kind of like help people with by providing our content auditing process 
where you can spider your site, find all your pages, and then kind of give it a status or a grade of when was the last time it was updated, you know, what are, what's the purpose of the page, what's the keywords on the page, and make sure that it's contributing to the overall quality of the site. Right, and we do content audits all the time. They're part of our process whenever someone comes to us. Well, whenever someone comes to us, period, we, we're going to take a hard look at all the pages on their site. Specifically, if they have quality issues, Panda issues, we know that we need to spend extra time being concerned with their content and how it's laid out, how it's organized, what do those pages look like, are they thin, are we linking to them properly, do they support our themed structure, our siloing structure, all of our methodologies are kind of employed to make sure that we're putting our best foot forward with content. Especially folks who come to us who have worked with other SEO firms in the past where the mentality was create a page for every keyword. And that was really kind of the mentality for a long time. And part of what Panda has evolved to kind of combat along with Hummingbird and all the other semantic language, you know, aspects that Google is featuring more now, where previously, if you want to rank for that keyword, write a page about it. If you want to rank for this keyword, write a page about that. Not really concerned with, can you combine those pages to make a better experience for everyone involved? Not so concerned with the individual pages and assigning one keyword to one page, but really looking semantically and how all of these keywords are kind of worked together and and it makes sense to have one page that's a target for all of them. That's a big part of what we do. We, we see all the time that people come to us, clients come to us with this kind of old school page for every keyword. And it's something that is definitely an issue. It's something that is in Google's crosshairs. So we spend a lot of time correcting it. Google is always keeping us guessing. And this change with Panda 4.2 is a good example. We've reached the end of our show for today, and we want to thank our listeners for tuning in. We encourage you to check out our blog on bruceclay.com slash blog. Tell us what you thought of the show today by reviewing the podcast on iTunes. Go to scmsynergy.com slash iTunes. Join us next week for more SEM Synergy. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.